0: Hi everyone, welcome to Dishing with Digest. I'm Stephanie Sloan, Editorial Director, here with Mara Levinsky, Executive Editor. Hi everyone. Well, Mara, I mean, this has been such an incredibly difficult year in terms of soap deaths, but the latest one is just profoundly sad. Uh, Billy Miller, who played All My Children's Richie, Young and Restless's Billy, and General Hospital's Jason, then Drew, died on September 15th in Texas. So to say it was a shock is an understatement, and I still can't believe it's true. Uh, As the family was processing the terrible news, there were rumors online that Billy had a stroke or died from the vaccine. Just wholly untrue. So his mother released a statement revealing that he was suffering from bipolar depression for years. And in the end, the disease won the fight and Billy, or BJ as he was called by his loved ones, surrendered his life. You know, I feel anyone you or I have spoken to is still trying to wrap their head around it all. It's just such a devastating end to someone so talented who seemed so full of life. Yes, definitely. And that's how I will remember him. You know, it's it's really hard to believe that he's gone. He was, uh, he was actually our guest on the very first episode of this podcast back in 2018. And at that point, I'd known him for a decade myself. You know, I have really vivid memories of the first time we talked on the phone when I interviewed him. Uh, right, you know, at the start of his All My Children uh, tenure, he played a very villainous character and he wasn't there for very long, but he developed great friendships while he was there with people like Melissa Claire Egan and Rebecca Butting and Alicia Minshew. You know, he he was just very easy to love and people spoke so highly of him. And I can remember how thrilled I was when YNR snapped him up to play Billy Abbott that I think it is safe to say uh, is the role that daytime fans will most remember him for Not only did it earn him three Daytime Emmys, but I think it really allowed him to show the many facets of what he was capable of playing, from charming to maddening to self-destructive. When he later came to GH, he had like the truly daunting task of taking over the role of Jason Morgan, and he made a lot of fans and won over a lot of doubters with his take on Jason. When he and Kelly Monaco, who plays Sam, did a fan event together in New York called Killy Live, I was lucky enough to host it and spend time with them on stage, of course, but also backstage, you know, we really bonded and really got to know each other better in a non-interview kind of way. And the last time I saw him in person uh, was when I was at the GH set and he and Kelly and I like kicked it in his dressing room and caught up and, you know, this hits hard. Uh, He was younger than me and it is a devastating tragedy. It truly is. I know a lot of fans are hurting right now and that our sympathies and the sympathies of those fans are all with his family who are going through a type of pain right now that no one should have to feel. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the outpouring of tributes was truly beautiful to see. You know, Billy also did his share of primetime work, most notably appearing on Suits, which is having a huge resurgence on Netflix and likely gained him a legion of new fans in the past few months or so. You know, he played Marcus, the brother of Harvey, the lead character played by Gabriel Mockt, who also posted online about Billy, as did the show's co-creator. He also worked with Sarah Michelle Geller on her primetime series, Ringer, and she also had kind words to say about Billy. You know, I mean, as did everyone I've spoken to. You know, I feel the overall sentiment as I mentioned, is shock, but also just an overwhelming sadness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, may he rest in peace. I mean, it's truly hard to even pivot to another topic now, but it is a huge week coming up on both days in general hospital. Um, on days, we're going to learn that Alex is not Justin's son, he is Victor's. So expect ripple effects aplenty with that reveal. Uh, Chloe is also going to discover that Xander is the father of Sarah's baby. Not Rex, but will she tell Xander as they're about to get married? And not to be outdone in the juiciness department, GH is going to make the dreams of Sprina fans come true. The couple takes a romantic trip to New York where they make love for the first time. The lead up is filled with a lot of romantic moments as well. I interviewed Tabiana Ali, Trina, about this big milestone for the duo. And in the new issue, there's not only a lot of storyline scoop on the Sabrina front, but also some fun behind the scenes uh, tidbits that I think readers will enjoy. And uh, we will also be seeing the return of Chase's singing partner, Blaze, played once again by Jacqueline Grace Lopez. I thought she was you know, a really charismatic addition and enjoyed her last run. So I'm looking forward to her comeback. Uh, she is very excited about it as well. She told me that she thought she'd be asked back, but as sort of like a one off, like maybe to sing with Chase when he was serenading Brooklyn or to perform at the next nurses ball. But she is back for like an actual storyline purpose. And right off the bat, we will see her interact with Brooklyn, but also with Christina. So we'll be we'll be keeping our eyes on those dynamics. Well, our guest today knows a thing or two about the dynamics in Salem. It's Ilya Cantu, who plays Jada Hunter. So let's get her on the line and see how her first year or so on Days has been.
1: Hi, Ilya. Hi, how you doing?
0: Good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Oh, excellent. Well, we have never met, so I am very excited to learn everything about you today. (laughs) Big, tall order. So you were born in Oxnard, California, which is approximately 200
1: miles outside of
0: Los Angeles.
1: Tell us about growing up there and the family you grew up in. Right. So I was born out there, but as a toddler, my family did move uh, to Central Valley uh, near Fresno. It's called Hanford. It's a small town. It's a very agriculture, dairy town. Um, So I grew up there is where I spent my uh, like high school years. It was a Like I said, very small, very small town. Uh, Everyone knows everyone. Um, It wasn't too exciting though, for like uh, (laughs) somebody like me who's, or anyone who's interested in getting into the arts. Unfortunately, like just the resources weren't there um, for that. So you just had to use your imagination a lot, which is kind of what I did. And uh, growing up, like I had an imaginary friend. I had a very active imagination. I don't think it was anyone's shock that I wanted to get into acting or, or any performance of the arts. Um, I, you know, perform all around the living room, anywhere I can find, I would make up songs, dancing, like starting at like five years old, I used to do that.
0: You said your family wasn't surprised when you, you know, said, Hey, I want to be an actor. But when you think back on, you know, younger Ilya, like when did you first say that or think that?
1: It would be for sure. Fourth grade. 4th grade I performance it. it was a holiday play and that's what it really I knew for a fact that that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just loved being on stage and performing.
0: Now, we know that you were a cheerleader and obviously a good one because you actually performed in the legendary Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So can you tell us that story?
1: Yes, yeah, I did. It was it was extraordinary experience for me and uh my team was awesome. I got to give it to my coach and squad. We were all it was such you know, there's some years you just have a squad, you just, or you just work so well together. And that those magical moments where everybody was just on point and uh, our performances were really stellar. And our coach was really, he was really hard on us, but it, obviously it paid off. And um, we got to, yeah, I got to fly to New York for the first time in my life. That was my first time on a plane uh, it was my first time even living, leaving California. And so it was a very grueling experience to be so young because. We, we were young, we were, this was like in junior high. So we were young um, and we were training hardcore. Like they trained us every single day uh, and it, it was awesome, but we were very tired. So like, cause they were try to still squeeze in like our tourists, like things to do, you know, we went to the Empire State Building, we went ice skating uh, at the Rockefeller Center, which was awesome. And uh, did a lot of fun stuff and, and a cool, a cool story. A great memory of mine actually is uh, I got to meet Al Roker on the today show. Uh, so I remember it was, it was, yeah, it was like our first, cause because we worked every day, we had one morning off, like where we didn't have to wake up early. And I remember our coach asking, uh, you know, me and the squad there, he was like, listen, you know, we're either going to wake up. You have the option to wake up early. We're going to go to the today's show. And you know, like, I think it's, I don't know if it's kind of, it's still the same. It's a little different now, but they would have everyone just at the barricades there, you know, trying to get on, uh, on the TV, uh, when it was Al Roker's, uh, segment for the weather. And, uh, he was like, you either wake up, we can go over there or you guys can sleep in. So majority of the squad was like, I'm sleeping in, like we're exhausted. And me and it was two of my other, uh, the cheer squad uh, girls with me. We we're like, we're going to go, we're going to go. And I remember I called my mom. I was just feeling so, I guess I just knew I was feeling confident. And I was like, yeah, I called her on a payphone. I called my mom and I was just like, mom, you know, get the VCR ready. I'm going to be on the today's show. I have feel it. I can feel it. I'm going to have it ready, mom. And so I was like, we're going to go tomorrow morning. And you know, when you're young too, I just thought like, oh, I'm going to be on TV. Um, and so. Anyways, the next morning we go and 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 it's it's freezing cold. It was so cold there, I remember. And I had my little earmuffs on and we're up there and we like squeeze our way to the front. And then next thing you know, he's going he's walking around picking people at random and he picked me and he chatted with me for a bit. And it's cool because my mom did record it. And <laughs> I remember uh, people were calling the house back then. They were like, I think, you know, I saw your daughter. And so that was exciting for for my family and for me. And I remember on the video, I even shout out, I'm like, hey, mom. That was like our little inside joke. Yeah.
0: I love that. I mean, talk about putting something into the universe and
1: making it happen, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. (laughs) Um,
0: Okay. So fast forwarding a little bit, you were studying theater at the California Institute of the Arts and to support yourself, started working as a makeup artist. So I'm curious if you had like an interest in makeup prior to that, or if it was just, you know, like the job you happened to get.
1: Uh, yeah, no, actually, yeah, I um, was never too much into makeup before that. I was always very creative, but not really like the type of girl that was like always had a full face of makeup. I mean, number one, I wasn't allowed to wear makeup at a early, at a young age. Uh, my parents were pretty strict with that. And uh, so I was more like a lip gloss and mascara girl, maybe eyeliner once I got in high school. Um, but I got into makeup because uh, I worked a lot of jobs when I moved to LA from Hanford and uh, one of them became, yeah, makeup. I was working at a hotel store and a woman would come in and, and she recruited me. She was actually the uh, cosmetics manager at the time uh, of Macy's. And so, she came in and recruited me and that's how that started with my makeup. Journey. Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. Macy's is a through line for you here. I'm yeah, so. totally. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know what? I didn't even realize that until I said that or until you said that. Like,
0: <laughs> well, you are very accomplished as a makeup artist and eventually yeah, began you, your I need own to get business. get a,
1: a Macy's sponsorship next. So let's do that. Yeah, you do. <laughs>
0: Macy's. Yeah. yeah, now. Let's put that into the universe. Hashtag yeah. Put it out there. So now you're also very accomplished as a makeup artist and eventually began your own business. So before we shift more to the acting side of things, tell us about the evolution of your work as a makeup artist.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I started, it was a like private, it was a very small makeup line. I started with that first. And then I went to Erno Laszlo, uh, started with Erno Laszlo and went to Chanel Then from Chanel went to Mac cosmetics. And then from Mac, um, that's when I steered into getting, I, I you know, I kind of had the more confidence and, and the experience and also the clientele base to start my own. So I started, doing like um, makeup for for beauty for uh, for weddings for weddings and for um, even actors I started to like some of my actor friends started doing like makeup for them for projects and then for headshots and it just grew from there so then now I have my own business makeup by Elia which um, has been very very good very successful Um, but of course now you know acting has acting was not always number one for me always like front burner for me it's just that um, makeup just came on and and I, and I have a lot of creative outlets which we can dive into like later in this interview but like I, that is one of them but, but acting is always my my number one passion and my first love I always say
0: back to your academic career you eventually got a degree in psychology from California State University of long Beach so given that acting was the thing why
1: psychology psychology so great question I did start off actually with a theater major uh, when i First started and then I decided to change it to psychology because I've always had like a fascination with just people like people I'm a people watcher I I I like to know why people do things they do how their mind works Uh, it's more of the why like why you know like why is it this way and and I'm more of a I'm definitely a why person (laughs) I ask a lot of questions um and, and psychology, I feel like it actually does go hand in hand with theater or with acting, um, getting in the mind, getting into uh, sociology and how people function and work really does help you when you when it's time to dwell into a character and dive in and and find their wants, their desires, their uh, their flaws, you know, things like that, why they are the way they are. So it's actually really aided me with my acting. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, opposite this
0: burgeoning business as a makeup artist, you of course are also pursuing an acting career. Um, so tell us how you went about breaking into the world of professional acting.
1: Yeah, so when I moved uh, to LA um, after like hi- after high school, I um, I literally like started from the bottom. Like I I moved here with with zero connections in the industry, didn't know anybody or anything, and and. Um, when i started i was uh i started doing background so i was doing like extra work so i did a lot of that which was great i i would highly suggest that for people it was an awesome way especially if you don't have an in in this industry to just to, to get in there in that atmosphere and that setting and to learn like you could you really could just learn and be right there um so i did start off with that uh as you mentioned earlier i studied at cal arts i also studied improv at the groundlings because uh, I, I love comedy, I, I have a big love for comedy and improv and improv uh, impersonations. Love to do that. I couldn't tell from your TikTok, which we'll ask you about later. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, but yeah, like so. In addition to doing like background work, I was you know getting my best to um to to study and 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 as I was in college, I also took some acting classes and courses and and did that because originally I actually wanted to get into Tisch School of the Arts at NYU. That was my original goal was to go to New York, uh, but I. I I shifted, you know, I changed gears and, and came to Los Angeles. Didn't get into that, so I'm which I'm 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 happy. Everything I, I believe everyone has their journey and their way of, of going about things and how things come to them. So like, uh, going yeah. So I just studied, uh, did that, and then um, eventually after I graduated from college, that's when I got my first agent and I got a, a commercial print agent first. So I was with that uh, a few commercials, and then I was also going to a lot of casting director workshops, which were super popular at that time. And uh, that's how I uh, booked my very first TV role on Criminal Minds. So I booked that without an agent or any type of rep. And that was, that was pretty awesome for me. So I was really excited for that. One of my favorite shows that wound up a huge hit
0: in the pandemic for sure. on Netflix. Oh,
1: right. <laughs> you probably saw my episode. It was, it was a bit ago. <laughs> it was a while back. <laughs> I've probably seen it four four or five times. <laughs> it, was actually, it, was a, it was a pretty awesome episode uh, just because of the plot line. I thought it was really fascinating. Um, but yeah, that was that was my first one. And from there, you know, just kept doing one after the other, stayed on my grind, stayed on my hustle, got my first agent um, and then just went from there and started getting more, accumulating more TV roles, co-star roles and, and things of that nature. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, OK, well, I want to ask you about some of your prime time credits. But before I do, you have to state my curiosity on this front. When you're on set, does it feel weird having someone else do your makeup?
1: <laughs> uh, no, it actually doesn't feel, it doesn't feel too bad. I actually enjoy getting my makeup done. It, it, it gives me a break. I, it gives me a time to relax and it's getting your makeup done is such a therapeutic, relaxing time. I don't know if you ladies love it, but I know I do. And getting my hair done too. It just, it's almost like a massage. Mm. Um, and I'm always open, like as an artist, like I'm not that artist where it's like, no one can touch my face. I, you know, I believe that everyone has an eye for different things and a different touch and a different signature look. And, and I'm always open to other artists because you can learn a lot from each other. Um, but on days, I will say because of ever since the COVID, what we do now, it's a, it's a little different. They have us um, do our own makeup. So we do start doing our makeup. They have our makeup artists on set and they'll like touch up or, or kind of finish the rest, depending if time permits. Um, but because we move so fast, and uh, yeah, so a lot of the time I actually start my makeup. So you know, it, it's it's good way it, either way. Yeah, but my makeup artist is great. Karen on set, she's fantastic. Right, but a you're, very good skill to have under the
0: circumstances.
1: Oh, it's helpful. Yeah. Oh yeah, you
0: and Lauren Coslow, you can both be like, we're we're good. <laughs> oh, that's
1: my girl. I love Lauren. Yeah, she's the nail queen. I call her the nail queen. Yeah, she. I go to her nail yes. lady too. We go the same. Person, so. Oh, I love Shout that. Out Lauren. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, uh, so we are going to go through some of your credits, but let us start with your first, which is Criminal Minds. So tell us the episode and who you worked with and what that experience was like for you.
1: Okay. So the experience was was great. It was my first experience. So I was super just over the moon. Uh, I was very happy the the episode um it was it was i mean all their episodes are super serious so it was like we i was a victim uh unfortunately in it um me amongst many other women because this man targeted us and this is why i love the plot line and yeah spoilers but if you haven't seen it by now i mean it's years old yeah right um yeah, so pretty much he 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 found his victims by cigarettes cuz we all were drugged. We had no memory of how we were assaulted. Um but we all had scars on our wrists cuz the way he bound us was the same. But um we all cuz everyone's used to like getting your drinks roofied and fortune like that and and now this guy was more about cigarettes. So like you know like cuz people don't think like they'll bum a cigarette off anybody mm-hmm. without even thinking about it. Second guessing like, "Oh, can I bum a cigarette?" So that was the whole plot line with that was that that's what they had in com- we had in common the actors with that we all um, smoked cigarettes and that's how he preyed on his victims and drugged them which is scary so just another thing to get paranoid about it you right exactly all right so <laughs>
0: Staff, can you confirm for us? Have you seen the episode? I have totally seen this episode.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, you remember? And, and, and it was that song that was in it. Was it the turn around every night? Yes, it that? yes, oh it, God, that's what it that had in so it. So creepy, yeah. I know I hate when they <laughs> songs right, and there's like a scary movie, and, it, and then forever it's like your mind will now just—it's like you ruined it for me now. <laughs> totally creepy. <laughs>
0: um all right well a much lighter show and one of my all time favorites you appeared on and that is Blackish what was your experience like working on Blackish
1: Oh that was so cool yeah so Blackish was like a super fun experience on that and like I said I do love comedy so whenever I get a chance to do comedy it always just makes me really happy Every, like the entire set was just fantastic and I you know I worked with Anthony Anderson Tracee Ellis Ross like they were great. He was really funny. I remember the moment he met me. <laughs> it's just like I love when I when you go on shows and 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 you know, it's because like, you're welcoming people in your home. You're a guest essentially in their house, and so when they're extra welcoming or, or treat you just really cool and like really friendly, it, it always just just it builds the morale up and it makes you feel like, yeah, like, you know, like, I don't know, it's just super welcoming and it feels really nice. And cause you're already a little nervous and you're excited and it just helps you to like, kind of just relax and just know you're there and you're there to do your job and you're there to do it. Great. And it's going to be a good day. Oh, and it was awesome. Cause Tyra Banks was actually a guest star on that show too. And I got to meet her and it was, <laughs> it was the most awkward. It was kind of awkward for me at least. Cause I was literally it was lunchtime and I was eating like scarfing down this sub sandwich. I'll never forget it. Never forget it. Cause I was like literally, eating it like it's in my mouth I'm like from like, my mouth and here she comes looking like <laughs> just a graceful goddess like strutting around and she had her I think she had like her assistant with her but she was smiling and she was just like hi and I was like <gasps> and I was like spit. I was like hi 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 because <laughs> I was always a big fan of like top model and <laughs> Damn. You know? but, but yeah no she was great though everything was awesome yeah it was it was a good day Okay, my cool not, that star, anybody asked,
0: not that anybody asked, but I can confirm that I've seen that episode.
1: <laughs> you have. Yeah, it was a cute episode. I think it was like, it was about like marriage, like your best friend. And yeah, because I think the wife got jealous about Tyra Banks being his best school best yeah, friend. Yeah, he was his yeah. childhood best friend. Exactly. Um, okay, now it brings us to one of the biggest shows of the last decade, This Is Us. Oh, yeah, that was great. Man, This Is Us was phenomenal as far as like I was blown away by their the costume design, the war, like this, everything that the set design, I, I literally felt like I walked through a time machine, like a capsule, because we did it on location in a home in the hill, a house in the hills. And as soon as you stepped in that home, I was like, wow, the attention to detail was, was, was great. And I really appreciate that because I'm a big detailed person myself. And, and I just was, I was blown away. The record, the carpet, the glass, the silverware, like everything, no, like nothing was missed. So that's like my number one thing that I was just blown away by. And it was really fun to just go back in time to an era where I wasn't alive yet, but it was just great to, to live in that. Cause I'm a big music fan and I love music from the 70s and all that. And so it, it was really fabulous. Yeah. That was <laughs> mm-hmm. and then uh lastly,
0: 911.
1: 911. Wow, that was a production, all right. Whoa. So we shot that in multiple locations. Um that was I remember we had a, I think I had to be there like three in the morning. We were at the Santa Monica Pier for the first part because this was like that big tsunami episode, which is really scary to think about, especially when you live in Los Angeles. I mean, especially the way to like this, the weather's been it's just you never know. Yeah. But um, yeah, we, we were really on the Santa Monica Pier in the actual um, Ferris wheel. And uh, so shooting that was, was really great. It was so cool how they did it. Like we had the camera guy in our little what would you call it? I don't know the name of that thing you're in, like the little canopy thing you're in. Like. So he was squeezed in there with us, with me and the gentleman that played my husband and well, soon to be ex-husband, we're, we're gonna get a divorce. <laughs> and uh, th- that was just fascinating. Like the director was giving us direction. He gave, he told us action on a walkie talkie cause we were up high. And so that they were on the ground the crew. So it, it was just, I've never experienced anything like that before. It was cool how we shot it. So we did that on one day. And then another day we went all the way to Mexico to um the mexico city we actually shot in the very like famous um james cameron built that set it was a water tank where they shot titanic wow so wow. to be there was great i was like oh my goodness like to know the history of this i was like this is really awesome that i get this experience i was, I was very uh, grateful for that and 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 we had to ride a boat because they they built a replica like when I tell you this, everyone was so talented, like the whole crew and they built a replica of the, of the Santa Monica pier underwater in that big tank. So we oh took a boat God. all the way out. Yeah. That was a lot of work they put into it. So yeah, we took a boat all the way out there and then we, we, we filmed it on the thing above the water and we were there for hours. It's not a soap, you know, you're not just one take yeah. <laughs> we we're doing multiple, 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 and we were there like all day, but I mean, Hey, I wasn't complaining. It was fantastic. That's really cool. That's it. Um, yeah. Okay, well, let's
0: jump ahead a bit to 2020 when the pandemic begins and Hollywood shuts down and with social distancing, there's not a lot of demand for makeup artists either. And it looks like you channeled your pent-up creative energy into the creation of your extremely entertaining TikTok, where you show off your makeup skills and impersonation skills, doing bits playing everyone from Ice Cube to Wendy Williams to Steve Harvey to Prince to Lucille Ball and most recently your days co-star Jack A. Harry. So how did
1: it begin and where'd you get the idea to do it? Well, you said it so well, uh, Stephanie, (laughs) literally, that's how it began. I mean, 2020 definitely was that push uh, for me to, 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 really explore what was always in me. Like, like I mentioned earlier, as a kid, I had just this big imagination. I was always doing like impersonations and at a young age, like I used to really, really want to be on Barney. I'll never forget that. I just <laughs> want to be one of those kids on Barney. And I used to want to be on all that. Do you remember the all that show yeah. on Nickelodeon? Because uh-huh. that was like the kid version of like SNL and like Mad TV. And so I was like, Oh my God, I want that so bad. Um, But yeah, so it was always in me. I But I will admit, like I was a little just like hey you know what we're human right it's always that little voice in your head or a little fear because it's really it's, that's fear where it's like oh no don't do that or that's silly or that's dumb or they're gonna laugh you know they're gonna of you. it's like like carrie they're gonna laugh at you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what and, and and it's all about you gotta push past that and i think that's what separates you know just the bold like courage you just gotta have that and 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 otherwise you'll never know you know and um And so 2020, like you, like you so eloquently said, like, unfortunately things were shut down and and I wasn't working just like majority of of all of us. And, and I, 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 it was just me and my dog, you know? And so I was just like, yeah, I just really, my creativity did just kind of blow up. And I I decided to just really dive into that. And I'm really, really happy I did because it opened up something in me that, like I said, has always been there. And and now I'm really embracing that. And I love it. It brings me a lot of joy, actually, just doing that. Us too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Good. I I love to share that joy. And that's, yeah, I love to make, you know, to make people laugh and make them happy. Like, because I'll have like random people tell me too. It's like, you know, like if they're having a rough day or if I'm a rough day and I'll get a message and it's like, Oh, Hey, you know, Leah, like I missed your videos or your video made me laugh today. I was having a rough day, but this made me smile. And I'm like, you know what? Like that really makes me happy. Like I, I solely believe we are all here to, to use our gifts in a way to help people. Like I know, cause you don't, don't there's different ways to help people. It's not always one way. Like you have, yes, you have doctors, you know, you have, you have, you have lawyers, you have, um, you have beauticians, you know, like even being a beautician, doing a woman's makeup when they look in that mirror and they're just like they see something or they feel a way that they didn't feel before. And not to say like I'm a firm believer and I have a quote on my makeup page and and it's one of my favorite quotes It's beauty captures attention, but personality captures the heart. I love that quote What's on many that? levels. Because number one, living in Los Angeles, there's a meal. I mean, this is like the land of the beautiful, right? Like everyone's pretty, um, men and women. And it's like, but beauty is only skin deep. I, I, I really believe that. And I want a woman or man to feel beautiful without having to wear makeup. And I always say like beauty, I mean, makeup is like, like icing on a cake. A cake is still delicious and amazing. And like icing just adds a little something to it. And like, that's why, like, I feel like my makeup artistry is a little different with, um, than the typical one because I'm all about just bringing out a person's nat like their natural beauty. Like whenever I get a client, it'll be like, "Oh my gosh, it's like your cheekbones are gorgeous," or it's like your eyes, your brows, or your lips, or your chin. Like I just see things in people, and it's like my job to just bring that out subtly without changing who they are. You know, primarily, you don't want to look like a different person. You want to just be your best version. So, yeah, I don't know how I, I got it. I kind of rambled, but <laughs> I just had to like put that out there. No, we like I, it I though.
0: Do, Yeah, I want you to do my makeup. <laughs> if that's your like approach. Yeah. yeah perfect. No, it,
1: it really is. It really is. And that's why like, and, and that's what a lot of my clients tell me they Kalia, like, like I like that you didn't change like how I feel like I didn't just put on a cake of makeup on them. And it's like, Ooh, like who is this person? You know?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So look in
1: the mirror and see themselves. Yeah, um,
0: exactly. What would you say is the average uh, time for you to transform in terms of the makeup into one of these characters, and who, what transformation
1: was the most involved? Ooh, t- okay. It okay. Time the time varies for sure, but I would say like between one to I'm trying to think of the one that took me the longest. Uh, I mean, it could be between one to three hours. Let's just say that. Uh huh. Yeah, one to three hours, but that includes hair wardrobe because I do like literally like the hair the wardrobe as much as I can to detail I try to do the best I can and then I'm 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 a little different like I I don't know I guess I work well under pressure on one of those like I in my head I'll be like okay I'm gonna do this one character on this day this one on this day but you know what I end up doing? I end up doing it all in one day. Like a crazy, I'm a mad woman. Like literally I get this energy and I'm like, I'm doing it all in one day. Like from literally from early to all the way until nighttime. And then I'll edit the whole next day or I'll stay up and edit all night. And then I'll post it. The, the one that I'm trying to think stands out to me. And that was a great one was a Silk Sonic. Uh-huh. I'm gonna leave the door open. That one. Cause I played five different people in that, I believe. Yeah, I was, I did the, I recreated the uh, music video. I was Bruno Mars, I was Anderson Paak, I was a women and that I did in one day and that took a long time but it was so fun yeah that's That's awesome (laughs) um
0: now in early 2022 days and the role of Jada came along but days had actually been in your life for a long time so tell us about your introduction to the show as a fan who were your favorite characters and couples
1: Oh, yeah. So I've been a fan of days for a long time. I I was a fan ever since I was a cheerleader, actually. So going back to when I was that young cheerleader talking to Al Roker, I was watching Days of Our (laughs) Lives at that moment because I got into it because when I was new to the cheer squad, I was like the, the younger one. It was, like, the cool thing. It was, like, you know, like, the cool girls watch Days of Our Lives, you know, like, because we didn't have, like, euphoria and all those, Now <laughs> right. I felt like Days of Our Lives was that euphoria for us. It was, like, that was, like, the scandal. Like, ooh, if you watch that, you're grown, you know, <laughs> like... They would all watch them because it was summertime. I remember we were in summer camp, a cheer camp, and they would all talk about it. We, were, we didn't have school, so we could watch it at one o'clock when it came on. And then uh, when school started, I would start recording it because I was hooked. And so I was a big fan, I got to say. Hope was my fave. I really loved um, Hope because I just I just thought, I mean, she's she's a gorgeous woman. You know, I just thought she was gorgeous. I just really loved her. And also uh, Alexis, the one that was with Abe, I really loved her, too, too. Um, and, and, but hope has this thing. She has a freckle on her chin. And, and so do I. And so I just like, that's how I personalize with her. I never met <laughs> anyone that had one right there in the dead center. And I'm like, she does. And uh, so I'd watch her and then we would watch me. Uh, I would, I would watch uh, Marlene and John and I would, and me and my sister would like do a little impersonation of John. <laughs> so I can kind of do a little one of him. <laughs> I'm have you ever shared yet. it with drake yet or not no. yet but oh my gosh me and drake is so adorable. oh gosh drake is awesome man he's mm-hmm. adorable i love whenever i run into him because we'll just chat and talk because he has stories i'm a chatterbox he's a chatterbox so we can go on and awesome. on and then but i got to meet this- christian as well and she's fabulous oh wait i want, well tell us about meeting christian <laughs> well she was she was great she was a breath of fresh air and i gotta say i kind of like you know, little girls, but you know, I kept it cool because I've been on the show already for like the year. And then she had came on to do a few scenes she came back, you know, her and Bo and uh, she and I didn't have any scenes together, but like I was, I was getting my makeup done and I knew she was finishing up a scene and I knew where her dressing room was, but I was like, I'm just going to like stroll by her, like take my time, you know, like walk <laughs> by slow because I knew she was gonna be coming out and she did <laughs> and so I was like and we had her mask on though so it was like uh, I just felt a little impersonal because I was just like I, I could see her eyes and she could see mine but I like introduced myself to her and I, I just told her I was like listen I used to watch the show I gotta tell you I was a fan we wanted to meet you had to meet you and she was super sweet and then on her last day I chatted with her and, and it ran to her in the wardrobe and she was just, uh, in, she was in a really great mood and she was just like, uh, we were both just chatting for a little bit. She was getting to know me and then we took a photo and she was great. So yeah, I hope to like work with her, work with her though. Hopefully we can have a scene one day. I hope you will. That would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Be- All right. So prior to
0: um, auditioning for Days, had you ever auditioned for another soap?
1: I did. I did in the past. It was, it was years ago though, but it was um, The Young and the Restless and what the one? I think it was The Young and the Restless a couple times. Yep. That was mm-hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay
0: well then tell us the story of how you came to be cast as Jada and what that process was like
1: well the process and I tell you like God's timing everything is just so beautiful like I said like my journey's been a long journey I'll tell you like through all the different jobs I've had and just just the tenacity you have to have in this business like I said moving here and just thinking of everything I've done and and because and, you think in your head, you're like, oh, it's going to happen on this time, or I'm going to come and get discovered, or, you know, or I'm going to come and it's going to be like, boom, 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 easy peasy. No, no, no. Like, that's not how it works, you know. And um, I, I feel like I really put in my dues. Um, but, like, when Days of Our Lives came along, this was, of course, post-pandemic. Pandemic was a rough year for me, like many others, I can imagine. But it was, it was just, it was just, it was hard. Um, uh, cause unfortunately I experienced some loss and I just experienced um, a car accident. I experienced a change. just so much was going on. Wow. So 2021, you know, was just almost like, it felt like a, a, um, almost like a rebirth in a sense, because I almost, I literally was considering quitting acting after 2020. I just, I just had a lot of thoughts in my head. You know, I was just like, maybe, you know, I'll move to do this, start a new life, try something else. Like I just had so many thoughts going in my head. Um, I was at a crossroads, so to speak, but then I never did, you know, quick. I just, just, I just, I don't, it's just not in my, it's not in me. It's just not in my DNA. I just, I can't, even if I, yeah, I'll think about it, you know, but I was like, nope, I just can't. My body won't let me, my mind won't let me. And, um, so I kept going and, uh. When auditions started picking up again, it was, you know, everything self-tape is just taking over, you know, everything's self-tape, self-tape, even though I love, I love being in a room. I will admit that. I, I think I'm, I'm just a person. I love, I love people and I like to I be, to meet people physically. um So I think I, I do better when I'm in person, um, but it was a self-tape I had and it was just one of those days too. It wasn't anything like, you know, you an audition and you're just like, I don't know, you, you you overthink it. But this was like, I didn't overthink it too much. I was just like, oh, this looks like a fun audition. Cool, let's do it. I hit up an actor friend, a buddy of mine who we always help each other with our self tapes. He helped me, it went good. And we're like, cool, but I didn't overthink it. I just like, let it go, didn't think about it. And then all of a sudden, like the call and it's like, yeah, you know, you got a call back. And then, and then eventually we had the uh, producer set. Well, it was chemistry, you know, chemistry read. That's what it was. And they were just like wow. Okay, cool. Got a chemistry read now. So I had to go to the studio for that. That was like exciting. I was super nervous. It was like very nerve wracking because not only was I there, you know, in the studio, you know, you're there, you sign your contract. I don't know if people know this, but like you're, when you get close to a, a role, like a series regular, you, you, you kind of look over your schedule, your contract ahead of time, even before you even technically have it, because they do all that, you know, you get your paperwork done ahead of time before you get the job. Cause as soon as you're booked, it's like, boom, 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 boom. It's like, put your seatbelt on. Let's go. Let's go. Uh-huh. They don't have time for all that. So they want to get the paperwork out the way. So it's just like, it's just like from a mental standpoint, you really got to keep yourself in check you got to keep yourself grounded. So I did all that. I'm in the dressing room. It's dark. It's like, well, it's not like I'm all describing it so horribly, but the dressing room <laughs> is like in the basement. Cause it's like underground. There, It's like, you're downstairs. And I just remember like being quiet. And I was there all day. I was the last actress up. Cause there was wow. multiple, it was six of us. And and I was just like, oh my Lord, I was just trying to stay calm. I was doing pushups in my room, jumping jacks, dancing. I'm just trying to like stay like out of my head so much. I'm rehearsing my lines, but I didn't wanna rehearse too, too much. And I'm just like in the moment. And then finally I get called up. I do it, do the job. I drive home so in my head, you know, and, and you know, Marnie was there. Marnie's our you know, cast director. She was a, a great, so awesome. She was like a little coach, you know, she was so great. But then as soon as I leave, I'm just in my head driving home the entire time. And I'm just like thinking of things like, oh, okay, I did it this way, this way, and that way. And then um, a couple of days go by and and I'm, I'm eating comfort food. I'm like stuffing my face with pizza. Like I love to eat. Like I love food. <laughs> So if you haven't got that memo. But... <laughs> and anyway, I get a call from my agent at the time. And um, that's when I got the news and she told me that I got it. But she was messing with me. At first she made it seem like I didn't get it. She kind of had that voice. She was like, Aaliyah, we heard back from days I was like, Oh God. And I was like, I was already ready. I was just like, okay, well, you know what? I was like, it's all, it's all good. You know, On to the next one. You know, cause you get used to hearing no, you know, in this business, you get, you, you know, you got, you're used to hearing no, 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 no. And then she was like, you got it. And I was like, what? And I was like, no way. did I get it? And I was there, <laughs> my dog, Danny just started barking. He's howling, howling, howling. I was <laughs> screaming. And then, um, yeah. And then like, it, it's just, the rest has been like a blur to be honest with you. Cause it did happen fast. I like started that week. It was, wardrobe was calling me, hair was calling me, makeup, they were calling me right after I got off the phone. Then I just started that week and it was like, boom, boom, boom. Wow. It was so fast.
0: Well, your first day of work was February 1st, 2022. So yes. tell us what you remember about that day and were you starstruck by anyone given your history with the show?
1: I do remember that day. I remember walking in the studio. Well, well, February is a special month because that's my birthday month. So I just felt like the best birthday gift ever, like ever, like and like I said, considering all the, the how everything I went through and, and just how the past couple of years were, it just was like, I was so just joyous and, um, you know, just just filled with, with gratitude. And, um, and, and when I walked in seeing when you walk in, there's all these like photos, you know, they have all these like photos from like the eighties, nineties and all like, and it was just like, Whoa, you know, that, that little moment was like, Oh my goodness. Like I used to watch this and I was a little girl, like, you know, my living room on the carpet, like. And now I'm here like it just feels a little surreal. Um I remember working with Lindsay uh, Godfrey our scenes I my first scenes were with her and Paul Telfer, Telfer and um and, and and it was great. She was amazing. She was just such a oh, she's great, man. She's beautiful inside and out. She's now she's the epitome of that quote. She really is. And uh, she was very supportive. Um great we ran our lines together. And um, it was a lot happening though. There was a lot going on because it was a few people's last days as well. Yeah, I just remember that the, 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 there was a lot of energy going around just so much happening. Um, but it was great meeting everyone. I'm trying to think who I was starstruck by. I remember seeing um, Allison Sweeney in the makeup chair, but I didn't get a chance to talk, speak with her, but I've got, I know her as Sammy. She is a powerhouse. <laughs> but I ne- I haven't got a chance to meet her yet, but I remember just like seeing her. But like I said, it, everything was moving so quickly. We literally, there was no time. Um, I did meet Jackie Harry. I remember writing to her, meeting her. She was fabulous to meet. She's just, <laughs> she's a ball of energy and personality. Of course, as you would imagine, she had me laughing literally like the first sentence she said to me, She's just really funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. It was very, everybody was so welcoming and kind and, and it, it was awesome to start. Like I said, I'm really uh, grateful. I got to work with Paul and, and, and Lindsay for my first day. Cause they really, uh, they were super friendly and, and welcoming. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah. uh, would you consider them to be the two who showed you the ropes or did anyone else like help you sort of find your way around Salem, if you will?
1: Man. Um, yeah. I would say they did uh, also uh, Ari, Ari was great. Ari was really great. Cause I have scenes with her. She she was really good at showing me the ropes and stuff too. And, and just, um, you know, when we did our scenes together, cause it does go fast. You get one take, maybe two, and um she would just would remind me on just like you know take your time you know you know what I mean like don't like yes we're going fast but still like pace yourself and don't allow that to like you know get you to you know frazzled or anything like just just you know relax it's it's all good you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. she was good with that um I think who else I mean really it's like it's like a team effort you know but Mm -hmm. but those are the ones that like that, that stand out to me. And, um, also to like Abigail Klein got hired around the same time as me. So I, I love me some Abigail. She's, she's wonderful. She and I started around the same time. And, and so I feel like we have that camaraderie and that, that connection and, uh, and we really do, you know, we get along really well. And so I, I enjoy working with her. <laughs> she's great.
0: Well, let's, let's talk about some of the men folk, shall we? Uh, starting with Galen Gehring who plays rape. What has he been like to work with?
1: Galen is, he's, he's funny. He's, he's, he likes to, he likes to keep the the jokes going. Let's just say that he's, he's a jokester for sure on set. Um, I'm surprised he's not like doing comedy actually, to be honest, but, but he, he was great. Like he was good uh, when I was working with him. I remember, yeah, when he was on Passions too, because I used to watch that show as well. So um, I let him know that too when I when I was working with him. Like, yeah, I mean, you never know how people take that too. Because I'm like, <laughs> like, I used to watch you.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, Louise. I, mean,
1: <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. But you know, no, he was he was great though. He's he flattered by that, and and working with him, like, um, in the police department was good. You know, he he's really good. I think with that with with his. What, commissioner he's the commissioner so like I think he's really dwelled into that and and he embodies that role really well and and it's been good like going from partner to romantic partner you know it's been I think a, a smooth transition as far as that's gone too so mm-hmm. yeah I feel
0: like that's been the most like in-depth HR um, situation <laughs> on like any show in terms of relationships for how hard they've had to fight to like be together which is kind of funny um, I know, and probably true firing. to life
1: yeah 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 but, um... Um, okay
0: well uh, Eric was also one of Jada's love interests so tell us about working with his portrayer Greg Vaughn.
1: Oh yeah. So working with we did have um that was who my Kent read was with was with him when I first started. So that's how um that started off and it was I feel like it was so short-lived though unfortunately because of everything that happened with you know the character of Nicole you know then Sloan came around so like it was it was very fast um but yeah <laughs> That's all I can really say because it just was so quickly. Yeah. It was, it was as, as fast as it started, it, it ended that quickly as well, you know?
0: Well, earlier this year, the show introduced Jada's sibling, Talia, played by Akitra Civilian. So tell us about, well, your off-screen relationship with her, first of all.
1: Yes, Akitra, she is great. She was such a pleasure pleasure to work with and when she first, when I found out that I was going to have a sister, I was super excited. Cause I'm like, yeah, it's great. You know, we're extending Jada's family, family tree, getting to know more of the, you know, Marcus Hunter family. Cause you know, Marcus is our father and he was a real character on the show in the late eighties, early nineties. So I did, uh, I reached out to her before she started, just to introduce myself, I really wanted to give her a warm welcome, see if she had any questions. And I really was like, I wanted to develop that sisterly bond, like, immediately, as soon as we could. So uh, so we had a great conversation. We FaceTimed, ran lines. Um, she was super excited, and so was I. And I think that really showed on the screen as well. Yeah, because working with her was was smooth.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I felt from the get-go, the two of you just really uh, worked well together on camera. I believed the sisterly bond like yeah. from the jump.
1: Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, it felt great. It felt mm -hmm. great working with her. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, what would
0: you say have been the most challenging acting moments uh, for you thus far in your Salem career?
1: Challenging thus far, I would say. I would say the pace, the pacing, I will just admit to that. Yeah, the pacing. Absolutely. That was it, because I mean coming from a prime time uh, background, we literally have so much time. Number one, you have a little, much more time to prepare. You have uh, a lot of time to get different um, takes, di- make different choices, different angles, all that. Um, you know, you run it to the ground. With this, it is a ch- it became. It was a, a challenge, but now I'm looking at it more. I am, um, it's a challenge, but it's also like a reward, I guess I want to say, but like, it's a good thing because it taught me, because we go so fast, the pace. At first, I'm a, I could be an overthinker and I'm a perfectionist. I will admit to that. So it's like m- me, the perfectionist me was like, oh my God, do I got to do it again? Or, da, 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 or, or, or did I not do that right? Or I didn't like that. But it's like, you can't do that. You know, you got to just do it. And, but you got to trust yourself. So like, because you, we only get a minimal take, like one or two, you do really have to just go for it. So it, it's taught me to just trust my instincts as an actress, as a person, and, you know, just give it what you got. I mean, obviously if they're going for something else and you know, they will have you redo it, the director, or they'll give you your notes. But that's what I feel like has been at first. I was like a little, I was like, Oh, this is like kind of tough. But then now I'm like, okay, this is great. And, and, and also it's helping me to let it go, let go of that perceived perfectionism because nothing's perfect. So it's like, just let go of it. Whatever happened. It's almost like live theater, which I, I can really appreciate. It's like live theater. So when you watch or when the audience watches, you know, what you're seeing, it's almost like live theater. Like that was that choice in that moment. Or maybe your actor, your partner did something a little different. So you, did, you responded to that, which is a beautiful thing sometimes because you can rehearse, rehearse, rehearse and you want it this way. But then maybe that's not the way it's going to come out. But you know yeah. what? It, it is what it is. And so that's the one thing I will say that's been challenging. But at the end of the day, I'm like, this has really made me a stronger um, and more confident actress for sure. And memorizations. Oh my goodness. So much better. <laughs> it's yeah. really helped me memorize.
0: Well, in just just over a year with the Salem PD, you've had to make many an arrest as Jada I'm thinking Kristen, Sloan, Brady. Uh, have you had any mishaps or blooper moments with the handcuffs?
1: <laughs> yes, I have had a lot of blooper moments with <laughs> the handcuffs. <laughs> Those darn handcuffs. Oh my gosh. Cause we have two different ones. There's like, cause obviously they're there they're faux handcuffs, but there's like a trick to it to 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 release it and to lock it. And I know the trick now, but yeah, we I mean. It's just a flub, like where they drop or they don't, you can't quite close them. A lot of the times they're not even closed when I do that. Like, especially with Kristen, I think there was times you just faked it. And, and I love working with her, by the way, too. She, she's great, actually. <laughs> she and I were supposed to get together and do some dancing stuff because she's a big dancer and so am I. We love to dance. So anyway, I know I'm, I'm all over the place. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> but going back to handcuffs. So yeah, the handcuffs are just, yeah, they're just hard to like close up or to release or stuff like that. But usually they just drop or they make a lot, a lot of noise because you got to kind of be like condescending of that too. So, yeah. And what about
0: holding a gun? Did you work uh, on those skills before taking over the role?
1: I did. Yeah. Well, I looked, I did the, you know, attended the YouTube university of that, <laughs> 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 but I also asked around to, um, um, I know some people who are in, uh, the, who are policemen. So I was like, I asked their advice. I also was speaking with our. um Stunt coordinator on on set made sure because I remember that was like the number one thing I wanted to make sure I did correctly amongst other things too, but as a police officer you know slash detective. So I know a friend and that would always watch like procedural shows. And there was like, they're not doing it right. Nope. That's not how you do it. That's not how you do it. And I'm just like, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person where someone can point and be like, she's holding the gun wrong. Look, she's not even a real detective. So I was like, I want to be as true to the character as possible. And so I did make sure I met with the stuntman and I was like, hey, is this how you hold it? Is this the correct way? And 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 they're and so he showed me and, and I made sure of that. Yeah. So I, I enjoy it. I mean, I feel like, you know, I feel like a badass when I'm and I got my holster and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I bet. Completes the uh, package. You wear it well. For Thank sure. you. Appreciate that. <laughs> so as, as you look back,
0: like on your day's journey thus far, how would you say life has changed for you, particularly given, you know, the, the pretty dramatic, I would say, uh, change in your fortunes and your probably your emotions from the pandemic to landing this job to, to now
1: really, you know, settling down in Salem. This. Whole gig definitely has changed my life for the better. Um, definitely for the better. It's just um, it's taught me so many things. It, it's been such a big learning lesson all around. Um, as as Elia as, as an actor, um, and just the opportunities it's provided for me. Um, I'm I'm just really really happy and um and like I got to go you know attend the Emmys last year, the daytime Emmys, which was like literally a dream. Um, it was such an awesome experience. And when I think back, it's like I have so much. I mean, there's so much I want to do in life. I, I have so many, you know, goals and, and things I, I want to do and want to achieve. But I do make sure I take moments, you know, to really appreciate what I have right now, right here, how far I've come. And and I I just hope to like inspire, you know, others, like I was mentioning, just to like not give up. And I know that sounds so gay, but it really is true. It's like that moment. You know, you're about to stop. It's like, I remember that. I don't know if you've seen that meme where the guy's like digging and digging. He's right there at the gold, you know, but he quits, you know, and it's like, you just don't know how close you are and you just don't know your path. Like, that's why it's like, do not compare your journey. Do not compare your path. And I know it's really hard with social media now. It, it's very hard. I can't even imagine growing up in this era right now, like being a, a adolescent. Uh, I think it's, I don't know. I have a whole love and hate relationship with social media to be quite honest with you, but um, it's just, you really do have to go out of your way to, to remain focused and grounded. And that's why I, I just practice gratitude every single day. I'm, I do yoga also to ground myself because, you know, it's just, I can have so much, like, I, I just have a lot going on in my head sometimes. And, um and it's just with the world, you know, the world is, there's a lot happening. There's a lot of noise. So I think it's so important to stick yourself and, and, and like I said, and practice gratitude. So this, this whole job and this opportunity with days of our lives has really just changed my life for um just for the better. And, and I just hope that it you know it brings more and um I'm looking forward to like you know to seeing what else is in the future. <laughs> I guess that's all I can really say, but it's it's right. been it's been fabulous and I, and I feel like I'm you know I'm living a dream. I'm living a dream, and I thank God, you know it's really great. I don't take anything for granted, not not one bit.
0: well, we also look forward to seeing what's next for Jada. and we thank you for all your time today and um you know, your experience has been so terrific so far. It can only get better.
1: thank you very much. I appreciate you both having me.
0: thank you and um hope to have a reason to talk to you soon.
1: Oh, you will. Yeah. There's gonna be some exciting stuff happening with Jada. So just uh, stay tuned.
0: (laughs) Right on. Okay. Have a great day. You too. Talk soon, Ilya. All right. Talk soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Ilya Cantu for being our guest. If you like this podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to pick up a new issue on sale now and come back next week for another podcast.